My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So hello everyone and welcome to In My Mug, episode 423. Uh, thank you for joining me, as always. Um, this week we've got something a bit different again, like last week in Kenya, this week in Dundee, um, in Scotland, and I am at a customer of ours called Pakamara, and um, we'll be meeting um, uh, Barry, who, who owns it, and he'll tell you a little bit about where it is, where it is, and how you can come visit him if you're up this way. Um, but I'm doing an event tonight to talk about the trip from Kenya last week, so everything's intertwined, everything's all together. Um, very interesting coffee for you this week. Uh, coffee that I've not, we've not seen that has been since 2011, but actually we've never seen this one as well, because um, it's owned by Ernesto Mendes. Ring any bells? Well, Ernesto is the owner of La Lujon, which we have worked with for uh, quite a few years. And uh, he owns some other farms. Uh, he owns Los Andes, he owns Alaska, and he also owns Los Brumas, which is the newest of his farms, but also the biggest. And about 60 hectares of coffee, which is just huge. Like, for El Salvador, that's a massive, massive farm. Um, previous Cup of Excellence winner with this farm, and number one coffee farm there. And it was a Pacamara that he won with. This week's coffee is a Pacamara. But this is a special project, uh, which I'm going to tell you a little bit more about in a little while. But before that, let's go to this week's uh, fact file. Welcome to this week's fact file. And this week's fact file is El Salvador, and figures may change because we got them wrong. So let's uh, zoom down to El Salvador and uh, get into the details. So. El Salvador has 165 hectares devoted to coffee, which is 12% of the country, which is a lot of the land just covered in coffee plants. They are the 14th biggest producer uh, in the world. Um, their coffee, total coffee production varies between a million and two million bags. Last recorded numbers I've got is 1.3 million. Um, common varietals, well, Bourbon, Pacas, Pacamara. Um, this is 95% of the plant stock in El Salvador. Uh, they do grow some other stuff, but very little amounts. Total employed, 155,000 of a 10 million population. So that's over one in 10. Um, we work with 18 farms in El Salvador. It's obscene, uh, but I love every single one of them. And this is one of uh, my favorites, which is Finca Los Brumas from the Department of San Sante. Uh, it's a Bourbon, it's washed 1,700 to 200 meters, owned by Ernesto Mendenez, uh, and it's very near the Santran volcano. That was the fact file. So as I said, it's 60, meters, uh, 60 hectares of coffee, um, and that's all planted, and that was, a lot of it was planted when he got there. He spent a lot of time ripping out and replanting, and there's Bourbon, and there's Pacamara, and there's some Pacas, and he's planted some other interesting things. He's got uh, some very interesting geisha things going on, and uh, Kenya stuff. But there's another 30 hectares, which is 1,700 metres to 2,000 metres. So the rest of the farm is 14 to 17. It then goes from 17 to 2,000, which is virgin forest, um, which um, he could cut down and rip out and plant more coffee on. 
But Ernesto is not only a good farmer, but he's a good ecologist as well, and he wants to look after the land that he works in and the things that he uh, he's growing. So instead of doing that, when he first took over the farm, which is six years ago now, he planted um, some coffee in the forest. Now the, this is the first harvest that we've seen from it. Coffee normally after two, three to four years will start producing a crop, four years maximum. Um, but it's taken a lot, long time with this farm because the coffee is uh, shaded because you've got all the shade trees over it, it doesn't get much sunlight. Um, but the soil is incredibly rich and uh, full of new, you know, kind of food from the leaves and the trees and the plants and everything around it. Um, you know, and it hasn't been. Uh, heavily harvested, he has massive gaps in between the plants so the, the trees have room to breathe and expand and he's done an SL28 project which we're going to be releasing um, and will be on the site now when you're watching this and we also have uh, this special Pacamara that has come out. It is super rare, it's a small lot and there's no big yield with it, it's a great project uh, and I think it's going to be something that's really really exciting um, uh, to, to try. So, um, before we go any further, we should go to this week's fact file. Uh, sorry, not fact file, but that bit. No good when I'm on tour, am I? It's the map bit. I'm not even has been, I'm in Dundee. Oh, so lazy, aren't I? Not changing that. Uh, but we're going across the uh, Atlantic Ocean, uh, and in particular, we're going to go to Central America. Uh, and in Central America, uh, El Salvador has the third largest economy in Central America behind Costa Rica and Panama. Uh, it punches way above its weight for its land size. Um, but let's zoom down to uh, that said country um, and look at where we get this coffee from. So if we zoom in, um, we can see here Finkelos Brumas, very much on its own there. Um, this is the farm buildings, um, so this is where uh, I... Well, here we are. So this is the forest I talked about and the forest plants. This is Ernesto, my legend friend. Uh, here we are uh, at the top, highest part you can drive to, which is at the very bottom of the farm. You can see this goes right up the mountain here. Um, all of that bit that is shaded green is, is the farm side. Uh, the highest point in El Salvador is Cerro El Pital, and of course the lowest point is Pacific Ocean, which you can see in this picture, and you can see from the farm, which is pretty cool. That was the map bit. So Ernesto is um, a first generation farmer, which is quite unusual. Um, he grew up in a coffee family, but he went and bought his own farms himself. The first farm being La Luzon, which is really quite a tiny farm in comparison. It's only a few hectares, um, but he's on the very highest point of uh, Santrana Volcano. This is a little, everything else, so uh, Finkel, Alaska is also on Santana, it's around about a mile, mile and a half away from there, uh, as is Los Andes, which is around about a further mile uh, round of the volcano. This is in the Sonsnat uh, region, which you saw on the map bit. Um, um, so it's a little bit of a way away. Um, from the farm, you can actually stand there and see the Pacific Ocean, you can see the boats coming in and out, um, and uh, it's crazy, I think you're, we got up to about 1800 metres, uh, it's very difficult to get any higher unless you're going to spend a whole day hiking uh, and then you've got to get back down. But um, we could see all of these boats coming in on the sea, absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal view. Right, so I'm going to whack you on pause now. Um, I think uh, Sonali is dialing in the 
espresso for me, and we're going to be having a brood. I'm going to be joined by Barry, um, so he can tell us a little bit about the shop and how you can visit here because it's a super cool place. So, back with you in a moment. So we're back, we've got coffee here, but I'm, I'm joined by Barry. Should we drive into the espresso before it goes cold? And then uh, I want you to tell me all about it here. So um, I'm going to... So there we go, that's for you. So with Pacamar, it's quite often difficult to dial in. I mean, as you will know yourself, being here. Um, this one is, is like super worth the effort for me. I, I love Pacamar, I'm a sucker for them. I went through a spell of hating them when I first got into coffee, and now I'm just a massive, massive fan. For me, this is like masses of acidity at the start, so I come up with like lemon um, and citrus and those things. So now I came up with sherbet, and I'm actually yeah, yeah. I'm quite into that. Yeah, I kind of like it's, it. It's, it's got a kind of effervescence. Yeah, 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 that kind of fizzy kind of. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But what I really love about it is afterwards the acidity kind of almost drops off. Mm. And for me, you know, you know, Cadbury's caramel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, what is it? Well, Mr. Beaver, why are you beavering around? You know? He's like, yeah, so yeah, do, can do this with you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of similar age, this is kind of good. <laughs> um, but it's like Cadbury's caramel for me. It's just chocolate and the smoothness and the yeah, caramel yeah. and yeah, it's just delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So, Akamara, how long have you been open? We've been open just shy of four years now. Right. We originally opened up. Um, Espresso. Yeah. It was kind of espresso, exclamation mark. And uh, I kind of, I kind of grew it here, didn't I? Um, but then, so I can tell you, so, so my yeah. my first ever business cards. It was like uh, it was a coffee bean on its own, and mm -hmm. a, like coloured coffee bean with a black and white background, mm -hmm. and it was like be a coffee drinking individual, express espresso yourself. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, did I really do that? And I'm like, ah. Well, it was my wife that came up with the, the name. We were looking at names, and we were going through the building phase, and we went through various ones, and that was just the one that stuck. Yeah. But as I said, yeah, over time, I don't know. I just, I, I was fed up with people spelling it the wrong way. Even the other day, believe it or not, because our our company is called Stop Called Espresso, uh, I got checked by a refund from the bank, and, and they've actually on the letter of the check from the bank, they've managed to spell three different ways. It's the same person. And I, I laughed when I thought that sums up exactly. But the main reason was because we were starting to do more with food. Yeah. Uh, don't get on coffee, still, it's still as important ever, ever, uh, as ever for us. But I felt that the name Espresso purely said we were coffee. Yes. It didn't say, now Pacamara doesn't say that you're food, but food business, but it's a bit more kind of generic. Yeah, I mean, uh, for most people, they don't know exactly. kind of what it is. And actually, it's a good way of getting what it means. Oh, well, it's a kind of varietal, and then you, you, you're back in the coffee, yeah. aren't you? So. I just felt it was, a, it was a nice, memorable name, it's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird. I, I like. I would have thought there would be other shops called Pacamara, like that. But I can't think of any. There's one in Singapore oh, uh, that looks really good, actually. Um, so I'm, uh, at some point in the future, I might get a chance to visit it. That's the only one I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, so when I was coming up with the name Has Been, mm -hmm. like. I literally spent four minutes on Google, but well, actually it wasn't even on Google, it was on um, a domain name registrar, and I was just yeah. trying different things, see what was available, and I saw it has been, and I was like, it's 27 years old, I think, oh, I can get away with that, that's yeah, cool, yeah, 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 I go with that. Like, now I actually am turning into a has-been, it's not such a cool <laughs> name. Um, but it's funny, like, nobody ever 
thinks like I don't know. I don't think about the name so much anymore. It's no. like it's it's what happens inside. Yeah. Um, so where are you? Where can people find you? What's so we're on uh, we're in Dundee on Dundee Perth Road, which is the the area quite close to the university. The uh, Duncan Jordanson uh, College of Art and Design. We've also got Nightmare Hospital quite close to us. Uh, what that gives us. Uh, is a really a really nice mix of customers here. Uh, a lot of students, a lot of academics, a lot of artists, um, and a lot of just residents that can stay around the But it, it, as I said, I think for what we do, for the type of food we do, the type of coffee we do, it's the perfect location. Yeah. Uh, as far as as far as Dundee goes. And, and as you said already, food's quite important too. Mm. So you've got your own chefs here, kind yep. of like paying the food for you. Yep. It's like you say you use like the local butchers and yeah. stuff like that. So. People want to come. They should website. Website. Uh, believe oh, Facebook I mean, do, page. Do you know or... Facebook? We have over um, Facebook. You get us a Pakamara food and drink. Okay, we'll and, put that. Uh, we'll put that somewhere on the screen okay. so people can go to it. Um, and if I um, if, if I get my head down over the next week or so, the website may even be online by the time this goes out. Fantastic. So that that web address that people can go to, because people watch yeah. these afterwards as yeah, well. Yeah, simply www.pakamara.co.uk Pakamara.co, I like it. That's a good simple, simple as that. Did you get, did you have to buy that or was it available? No, it was available, no, yeah. That's amazing! Wow, that's great. That's great, mate. We should go into the cappuccino. So uh, before the uh, the milk uh, goes out of date, because we're gossiping away. So I am always worried about these high acidity coffees having milk to them because they just tend to be. It's either all acid or it kind of disappears. Yeah, yeah. And actually, this for me, the acidity has disappeared in there, but it's just yeah, going yeah. to that chocolate caramel. Yeah, thing. yeah, it really, it really cops to the milk problem. It's funny as well because I've been trying to be avoid using chocolate as a descriptor recently because they're too many. Like, because it is such a common descriptor. Yeah, yeah. That's a chocolate sweetness. You know, that's mm. a dark chocolate milk chocolate. And, but this for me is yeah, warm yeah. milk chocolate. Yeah. Um, like sweet and creamy and a great nature to it. And the milk actually raises it. What, what milk is it? Is it like a local dairy? It's, yeah, it's, we, we use a fairly local dairy and a deep uh, family owned uh, dairy called D&D Dairy that we've used since day one. Um, the milk tastes yeah. amazing. The milk really does taste amazing. And uh, yeah, we should go into this. So what what am I actually doing tonight? I've got a um, I've got a talk. So you're doing, yeah. I'm good at talking. That's not my thing. Uh, <laughs> I believe you're doing a presentation. You should have my holiday snaps. My holiday snaps. I could talk about that. That's fine. No, yeah. So Just good. me and my uh, skin-coloured speedos. <laughs> so we've got, um, we've got, yeah, the screener being installed, and we've got, uh, we've got a decent audience from it. Well, we've, first, we've had, to, we've had to get all the tables and put the chairs in, so and I'm, I'm expecting we might get a few turned up as well. Who, I hope they're gentle with me. Yeah, yeah. I've only been back in the country a couple of days. I'm yeah, still yeah, a little yeah. tired. I've done, done the audiences are good. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so in the filter coffee, for me, the acidity isn't anywhere near the same as in the espresso. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's kind of gone much sweeter and smoother yeah, than, than the effervescence of the espresso. And I kind of really get that effervescence in yeah. there, but in here, 
Thank you for watching and do remember, life is definitely too short. Sure.